everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beauty Needs Me. I'm Talia Griffin, and I'm here with my co-host, Dunia Dumasu. Hey, girl. Hey. And if you are new to this space, on this show, we take a different approach to beauty. You'll still get product recommendations and routines, but we like to discuss beauty from a global perspective, one that crosses color, culture, and country lines. Absolutely. We also look at beauty as a 360 experience that's rooted in mind, body, and soul. But don't get it twisted. We're fun as hell. You'll learn a lot and laugh a lot too. Mm -hmm. We've decided to kick off the year by doing some podcast swaps with a few of our favorite Black and POC podcasts. Now, each show we've chosen offers a unique perspective on beauty as it relates to culture and societal beauty standards. In this episode, we chat with the men of the PVO podcast. That's Positive Vibes Only. Chi, Dio, Nas, and Walu discuss beauty as it relates to men. They give us a no-holds-barred insight into beauty preferences and how most things really just come down to men and women being completely different. This episode was a lot of fun, and it was definitely (laughs) our longest one yet. We can't wait for you to discuss it with us on Instagram, so make sure you're following us over there. All right, let's get into this. Hey, fellas. What up? What yo, up? yo, yo, yo. What's good? So we're super excited. This is the most people we've ever had on the podcast. So we'll do our best to make sure that your voices are heard. Okay. <laughs> but this is like six people. So to kick it off, um, let's start with Walu. Uh, tell us about PVO. Tell us the inspiration for it and a little bit about yourself. And PVO is positive vibes only. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a celebration um it's a it's a platform that we use to promote positivity in a lot of different ways um i myself i work in film and media industry mostly direct a lot of music videos different type of content like that and um you know it's a worldwide movement it's pretty much it i love it chi when did y'all start the pod and tell us about yourself um i'm chi man ceo chi yo um, <laughs> you already know. Yo, you already know. <laughs> I'm about to start rapping. Um, so yeah, the pod, man. We started the pod. We started the pod last year um, during the pandemic. So I want to say, I want to say around March was it March, April? I think it was. But you know, we were locked down. You know, PVO is primarily an events company. We throw big events all over the world. Um, all the parties you guys have been to. So, you know, we came back off a big high from Ghana. You know, we did a big New Year's Eve party in Ghana and we were trying to keep the whole momentum going all through 2020. You know, we had a whole calendar planned out for the year. We was going all over the world in 2020, but, you know, obviously the pandemic, you know, stopped all of that. So, you know, we had to figure out how we could still stay involved, you know, still stay relevant, still spread positivity, you know, in in a different way. And, you know, we had talked many times about having a, a podcast, you know, about doing that, but we just never got to it. So the pandemic was actually a blessing in disguise. You know, it's a silver lining for us. And we were able to just, you know, get it together and be like, yo, we hit go. And, you know, we started a, we started a, the podcast. So, you know, that was that. Gee, what do you do for a living? Oh, I do a lot of things, man. But, you know, <laughs> but uh, what, what really pays me, my nine to five is uh, I'm in risk management. So I'm director of risk management you know, for a water technology company. So, um, you know, that's what I do nine to five. You said risk. I thought risk crackers. I was like, okay, crackers. Oh, no, no, risk management. (laughs) That sounds like money. It's it's, it's okay, man. I can't complain. We thank God. It's a Sunday, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's what people with money say. That's how they deflect. 
Dio, let's talk about you. What's up? How you guys doing? Dio Kenny, aka Hollywood, aka Nino Brown, known as <laughs> Brown. Listen, if it was our podcast, I have a lot more AKAs. But um, yeah, I'm 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 one of the you know the heads of PVO. Obviously, there's four of us. Um, and what I do for a living, I'm an actor. That's that's what I do for a living. I'm I know what he does, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Don't, don't, play, don't play small, Dio. Let us know what you've been in. Don't play Nigga small. Nigga said, Google me. I've been I've been a few things. I've been a few things. You know, Hunger Games, Terminator, Shades of Blue, Cinema Fruit, a few. Um, shit, it sounds like I'm rapping now, man. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, yeah, very proud member of PVO. Uh, been with PVO since the beginning, since the genesis, which Nas will talk about, which happened about four years ago. And uh, I three, feel like three years ago, three years ago, my fault. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, yeah, we're not yet four years. But yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. That's you. Okay, Nas, it's all on you now. All right, all right. Uh, I'm an occupational therapist. That's my nine to five. You know, so I work with babies with uh, developmental uh, delays all the way up to like our grandparents, you know, with arthritis. So, you know, I see the full gamut. Um, I'm also a co-founder of PVO Global, um, which is basically in a nutshell, um, a lifestyle brand or lifestyle company that promotes mental health awareness via cultural, cultural experiences, you know, like the experience that we're going through right now, right? Via podcasts, via small events, large events, merchandise, which we have dropping real, real soon. Um, so yeah, that in a nutshell. And the way PVO kind of came about was, you know, um, it was a mantra I picked up while I was in grad school. You know, um, I, was, I was struggling. And after picking up this mantra, after going um, and seeking counseling, you know, PVO really helped me get back on my feet. And I just you know, shared that information with my brothers, Chi and Dio um, and Walu. And uh, we were like, yo, let's convert this into a, a, into a space, into an event where, you know, we could take we could take this mantra that helped you, Nas, and help the masses. And here we are. There you go. Yo, Nas, you make me feel so unprofessional, man. No aliases? Oh, no, no. Nasty. We on this podcast that just got nominated. You know what I'm saying? We on a, <laughs> yeah. a professional. professional. <laughs> already coached. Shout, out, shout out to y'all too. Find your manners. Big congrats <laughs> to y'all, man. That's mm -hmm. Big congrats. Thank shout you. Keep doing what y'all do. That's thank you fast. very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm definitely excited to have you guys on here. I've known all of y'all for years. Uh, for the listeners, Dubem is actually one of my best friends. Um, so, <laughs> so this is exciting. Um, so let's hop right on into it. First of all, when you guys think of beauty, what do you think of? Like when women. you hear, you think of women, <laughs> when you hear the word beauty. Okay, well, let me let me ask this. Let me get a little bit. Let me get a little bit more specific. Do you feel like beauty applies to men? Yes. How? Like, can men be beautiful? Yeah, like just in general. Like Absolutely. when you think of beauty, how does men? How do men fit in that conversation? Absolutely. I mean, just from the definition alone, I mean, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, you know, I feel we can find men beautiful. You can call it different things. You can call it, you know, uh, handsome or attractive, whatever, but it is beautiful, you know what I mean? And uh, obviously one man's food is another man's poison. So it's very hard to put definitions on it. But for me, <clears throat> a beautiful man is just a, a, a man that protects his temple. Mm. 
that's like your, your mental temple, your physical temple, your business, your family, your situation, your temple. So anything an, any man does to protect his temple is beautiful. It transcends the physical. feel comfortable yeah. calling another man beautiful? I do. I think for me, like when I use the word beautiful in reference to a man, I would typically say like, you know, a man has like a beautiful soul. I would more so think about it in, in that manner. Um, from a physical perspective, you know, I, I still would use handsome. You know, that's a, that's a good looking brother, that's a handsome man. So I typically associate from a physical perspective, I associate the word beautiful with, with the woman, I, I would say that. So what, what were some of your early reference points for beauty? And let's also, let's also um, make it clear, all four of you are Nigerian American? No. Besides Walu, Walu's from Malawi. Yeah, my okay. father's from Malawi. Yeah. And yo, Tali, I thought you was gonna say all four of us was beautiful, but <laughs> oh, I got hyped for a second. I <laughs> missed my it's moment. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, go ahead. So, yeah, so go ahead. Some of your early reference points for what you thought. Like, what was the first time you realized something or someone is beautiful? Walu. What did that look like? Walu. Something or someone. Yeah. Um, well, something, I mean, beauty has a lot of aspects. You know, we're talking about an aesthetic aspect. Mm. Um, that's that's one aspect or, you know, uh, philosophy, like like a, a soulful aspect. That's another aspect. But I mean, when, when you say beauty to me, I think art, first of all. I mm. think art can be in a lot of different things. Um, you know, it's, it's such a wide concept of what beauty can actually be, right? Um, I mean, it's also, if you think about it, right? Like take a blind person, for example, how, how, how do they perceive beauty? You know what I mean? So I think it's deeper than just an aesthetic. Um, That's real, bro. But like that. Um, yeah, so uh, as, as far as me personally, um, I'm, I'm trying to think about it because that's a very deep question. I honestly, I can't, I, I think, man, maybe the first time, like I really like went to the ocean as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Seeing the wig waves, seeing the, like the, Warmth, the birds flying through the air. I was just like taken aback. First time I touched ocean water, I was like, wow, this is, I had a certain feeling that come over me. So, right. you know, and that's it. You know, yeah, in that sense, some beauty that that's that's deep beauty to me. You know what I'm saying? Do you find yourself being physically attracted to women who look like the women in your family? Mm. Um, I, I find myself being attracted to all type of women. I never really. Yeah, I, I think that's I, a black man everything. thing. Black black men swear that like all women are beautiful, and that's why I feel like there's so much interracial dating, especially when it comes to black. Oh, we, we're taking it there, okay? So <laughs> early, so early. <laughs> so, well, statistically, right? Like black men are have the highest numbers of marrying outside of their race. Now, don't get me wrong, black men statistically marry mostly black women but when it comes to interracial marriages black men are the highest statistically so it's like i do feel like from a like when it comes to black men you all will just date anybody any race because you all feel like all women are beautiful whereas men of other races tend to be more specific case in point asian men are least likely to marry outside of their race they have what they find beautiful, but also traditionally, they just tend to think that the Asian family is the most important thing. Whereas black men tend to think it doesn't really matter whatever legacy I build with whatever race of woman is fine. Not not necessarily clear. I feel like it's the other way around, like where 
black men more than likely are just the most pursued type of man, right? Like if we're the most pursued, then there's, there's high chances that we're gonna end up with a variety of different women when women from all different races, backgrounds, creeds, religion, you know, are pursuing black men. You know what I'm saying? Not if so, you're not attracted to them. I'm sorry? Not if you're not attracted to them. You're, no, you're I'm, just not I'm dating someone you're not attracted to. I'm saying the pool of women um, interested in black men are a lot higher than them being interested in, let's say, an Asian man, right? Or an Irish man or something. Mm. So like, that, that should be considered. Like, well, is that a fact? I don't know, but I'm just saying we, that should be considered as well. Let's take that a step further, though. When we say interested, are we talking interested just for physical purposes, physical relationships? Or are we talking interested in terms of really wanting to build and wanting to settle down? Because those are two very different things. All of the above. Um, I mean, what I will say is, I think... I think black women, you know, the most beautiful woman, you know, on the planet. And I'm not just saying that because you guys are black women. Um, you ain't gotta gas us up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I do feel that way. However, I don't discriminate though. Um, you know, I'm attracted to all types of women like Walu said, you know, black, white, uh, you know, Spanish, you know, whatever the case may be. Obviously, um, I've dated way more black women than anything else, you know, without a doubt. So you know, more than likely I will end up with a black woman, but you know, who knows? Like I said, I'm open to, to, to whatever. Um, so, so, and I think the answer is to piggyback up what Nas was saying earlier. Um, I mean, it's just, it's way more women in the world than, than, than men to begin with. Um, and I think like to his point, you know, a lot of races, like you might see a, a, a white woman or like a Spanish woman, for example, she'll say that, you know, she should either date, you know, a Spanish man or a black man, but you know, she's not going to date anything else outside of that. So most races are open to dating black men, you know, I would say that. So I think that's the reason why a lot of times you see that in racial dating is pretty hot, you know, for black men. So that's why I asked my question though, because, you know, I know a number of white women, a number really of, and, and a number, and a number of Indian women who make it, who have made it very clear over the years that they may date or have sex with a black man, but they're not considering black men for marriage. So that's where that's why that question came through. And I find that that's very common. So, yeah, if we're talking about black women, we're talking about Latin women in terms of wanting to build. Totally agree. But when we're talking about most pursued, I don't find that all women across races pursue black men in the same way or for the same purposes as they would other men. Yeah, the ones that want to have chocolate babies do. So I want, I want to say something real but that's, quick. But that's still physical. Like, this conversation is great, but there's some things we have to, like, establish, first of all, that we started to, and I wanted to jump in right there because Nas, Nas got hot. So I wanted to establish some, some things right away, which is and which is that, you know, you guys asked this, first of all. You guys are Nigerian-Americans, right? So there's nuance in the Black diaspora. Mm. Uh, obviously, you know, I, I moved to America when I was 14 years old. I'm 32 now. So my experience, you know, I feel like I have a truly dual experience to an extent, yeah. right? So that's number one. And then number two, the second question that you asked us a while ago was, you know, do we see ourselves dating women that look like women in our family? I'm, I grew up in Nigeria. So when I was coming up, that was all that was there was other women who looked like women in my family. So yeah, that's my, my understanding of beauty, which is then your third question 
was very much the same as the women that I, you know, uh, that were around me when I was coming up, you know, women that looked like women in my family, which is something I feel like black men get criticized for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, he gonna marry that? Like, what about your moms? You know, that whole conversation. And you sound like you've been listening thing, on Talia's conversations. <laughs> and then the fourth thing was like, what was the first thing that you found beautiful? Yeah, I'm very much like Walu. I think it's because I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. So the, going to the beach for the first time was like one of, the, one of the seminal memories in my life. Like, wow, I could sit here and probably watch this all day. Just like sitting on the beach watching nature was incredible to me. But then in terms of a woman, I remember distinctly being young distinctly being young and i would listen i love nia long she, she probably could still get it today it nia long is beautiful and i remember watching her on on oh, yeah and i remember i, I told cool. my homie at the time mm. i don't even remember this my, my, my boy ckd i was like yo she's so bad and he was like oh, like she her her hair is short mm. and i remember going what the fuck does that have to do with anything <laughs> like you know what i mean so like she was like i think she's probably the first crush i ever had in my life and she's not particularly what I feel like the media would push at us today as, you know, the description of beauty and, and shit like that. So now we can continue about. So what thank, you, thank you for bringing that back, because I did. Naz, I wanted to ask you a question because you were the first one to say when you think of beauty, you think of women. Mm. So in conjunction to what Talia asked, like, when was the first time or who was the first woman you looked at and was like, oh. She's beautiful. Hmm. Had to be um, Claire Huxtable. Oh my God. <laughs> Claire? Claire Huxtable grew up. Oh, you like him? Oh, no, no. She, 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 I, mean, I mean, when I was a kid, like, a kid, she just yeah. personified what I felt like a woman, you know, should be. Like, mm. she was just so soft and graceful, but she was stern too. Like, mm. you couldn't fuck with Claire. You feel me? <laughs> so I, I just really loved her, her aura. But like, just to go back to the beginning, I'm sorry, but um, the, the, the term beauty, the reason why I, I just shouted women initially is because like, yo, just think about how the media like pushes the word beauty on women and not men. Like you got a beauty shop and a barber shop, right? Mm -hmm. A beauty shop, like men don't go to no beauty shop, women do, right? So I, I commend my brothers, you know, the fact that they can like call another man beautiful, and regardless, however they want to deem it, soulful, whatever, I respect that. And I'm still trying to get there because I'm not there yet. Because like, because I've been conditioned to be like, yo, the term, the word beautiful is only for women. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not there yet, but I respect that. I respect my so, brothers. So that's a good point. The first time I heard a man call another man beautiful was actually like last month in December. Mm. And I don't, oh my God, I forget. Yeah, some football, some foot, some foot, some footballer. No, he was like, oh, he was like, yo, he's he's a beautiful man. And I was like, and then, what? I was like, what? I was like, because I've literally never heard a man call another man beautiful. And I looked and I was like, oh, he, he, yeah, he do, he do look good, you know? But I thought it was so interesting. And the context of the conversation wasn't anything crazy. And it wasn't, mm -hmm. there's was absolutely no question about the sexuality of the man who said it. But it was just like, yo, he, he's a beautiful. And he was like, yo, he's the most good looking, beautiful man I've ever seen. And I was, yeah. and it took me aback, and I realized now with like just hearing this, it took me like a day to process it. And right. unfortunately, because of my conditioning, my first thought was like, hold on, right. we need to have some conversations. Like I was I literally, like, I was I literally like, like expecting men, that. I feel right. like, men, I feel like men, 
Right. I feel like men will call what another man does as beautiful. Not really what, like, you see MJ hit a fadeaway, you're like, oh, that shit was beautiful. Like, beautiful. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, so, like, it's, which is crazy. I don't know what that says about society, but the word beauty for a man is usually in like execution or something. And I wonder though, with your own experiences, right? Yeah. Like your own evolution, one, not just in terms of how you've evolved in viewing women, but how you've evolved in viewing yourselves. Because I think one of the things I've noticed with men is no one talks about, excuse me, the insecurities of women, of men, right? Mm -hmm. Like Talia and I, if you listen to our pod, we talk about different insecurities we've had or that we struggle with, but I don't ever really hear that with men. The only thing I really hear is in the 90s, everybody wanted light-skinned men. Nobody was checking for dark-skinned men. And now everybody wants a dark-skinned man. But I feel like we got to pull that layer, like pull some layers back there and understand how did you really view yourselves? Like when you were dial, you were 14 when you came here. How did you view yourself, you know, physically in Lagos? How did that change coming to America? But also, Dio, you're an actor. So it's like you, people are seeing you all over. And like that can add some added pressures when, you know, depending on what kind of roles you want to book, are you going to be that chubby best friend or are you going to be like the leading man, but you got to be in better shape because you're black? Right, right. Um, in terms of, first of all, how you see yourself in, in beauty, um, for me, it's a little bit, it's complicated, but you know, the thing is I have such a good support system around me that I was able to nip that shit in the butt early on in life. So I'm very dark skinned. I'm, I'm extremely dark skinned. Like literally in school, coming up, up, like in high school, you got cheat. My nickname was Shadow. That's right. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> But yeah. you say you say extremely fact. dark, but you, Nas, and Chi all look the and me. Y'all look, look the same, the same to me. complexion, right? Uh, you, listen, I don't know what to tell you. Growing up in Nigeria, like you know, colorism, that's another topic. Yeah. Mm. But you know, growing up in Africa, that believe it, like there's no question about it. Um, the hue of your skin was definitely considered in it's so crazy now in 2021 to think back about it. But yeah, it was so much considered in how you were treated in yeah. school. You know what I'm saying? And, and even like the prettiest girls tended to be light, lightest skin girls. It wasn't the case with guys at all, but I was very aware that I was darker than. And we're talking, I mean, sh when you talk about shades, you're talking like minutia at this point. Yeah. But like um, um, uh, the morsel of shade. But I was, I, was, I was told I was dark skinned to the point where it became a nickname. And I struggled with it early. I struggled with it earlier. I really did. And it was my sister who kind of like told me, yo, just make it cool, make a thing out of it. So I owned it. And like, it was a lesson, like that's a lesson that I feel like people are just learning now about themselves. Mm. But I, I learned it early on. And my sister was like, this is Nigeria. Like growing up here, ain't it gonna be, you know, sweet to you. Like, that's what they call you, own it. You know what I mean? And you know so I, I kind of, and I did, I really owned it till today. And, and I don't even think about it anymore that, that much. But when I was a lot younger, yeah, it was, it definitely was a big insecurity of mine. I, it's not like I wanted to go Michael Jackson and go white or yeah. whatever it be, but like, I was like, man, like, damn, if I was just a little bit lighter, like, you know, I don't want to be getting this, like, I don't really shadow. Like, I don't really want that. Like, yeah, what's that about? But, yeah, it's crazy how so many other yeah. people are calling you shadow. Yeah. Like, I was, I was going to say that, man. That's funny because, because obviously, you know, me and Dow grew up together. 
And um, you know, I was part of the people who called him Shadow, but I, I never knew you felt the way about it, bro. <laughs> and you and you too, you didn't know you were Shadow. Like, come on. <laughs> Listen, the thing is, like, I didn't, it's not when, when I say I say I feel like women feel a lot more pressure, obviously, because of just the standards of beauty and how media pushes what is considered attractive and all that stuff. Women definitely face that more. I mean, like, yeah. there's there's always dark Michael Jordan dark his shit and like he was he was still the man you know what mm. whoever it is you, you pick we always had somebody to look to and go okay yeah you know i can i can model myself after something but but yeah initially i did feel some way about it but i just i just owned it and it's and it's just that tough love that just i don't know I, that i i appreciate the fact that i'm nigerian for you know what i mean mm. it's part of the culture to be tough you know, to, to be tough on people and to humble people. So maybe people saw it in me and they and they saw it as a good thing, but they didn't want me to like, you know, fall in love with myself. So they humble you. It's part of the culture in a weird way. So yeah. I didn't, so, so it's not an insecurity anymore, but when I was extremely young, yeah, it definitely was. Are definitely. you Yoruba? I am, I'm Yoruba. So we had um, a guest on the pod who is Igbo, and she talked about how Igbo girls are traditionally light-skinned and Yoruba girls are traditionally dark-skinned, yep. and that um, she's dated a Yoruba guy who was disappointed that she was a dark-skinned Igbo woman. Um, His father. Do you <laughs> Exactly, your father, bro. Do you all feel like you can cross-date tribes? More than yeah. more than the generation before us. I'm sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but I feel like our parents' generation had more of a toe the line type of upbringing where they weren't really allowed to date outside the race, let alone marry outside the race, but not the race, the the tribe. But I feel like with us, it's, those lines are a little bit more lax, you know. And yes, it, it's Igbo girls tend to be more light skin, tend to be lighter skin than than Yoruba girls, but. There are very Lusky Yoruba girls as well. She yeah. dated a Lusky Yoruba girl back in the day. So they're out. So I don't want us to get into the thing of stereotypes because I, I feel like a, a Nigerian girl can listen to this and go, hey, this is just what it is. Walu, did you feel like um, like things like that came up with you when, when you were growing up that like you were popping because you were light, younger, and now you feel outdated? Mm. And, and Walu, <laughs> Walu, before you answer that, not just complexion but your features yeah, like was there anything about your features that maybe caused you to be insecure or that you latched onto that you felt was like the thing about you no i was never really like self-conscious about my features but it's funny because i actually had like the opposite experience here whereas like you know growing up i was just like hanging out like in the hood like section eight area like you know everybody was more dark skinned than me so Mm. Um, the dudes around, they, they would look at you, they think you're light-skinned, they think you're sweet, they think they, they could pick on you, you know what I'm saying? So I had to like wow. fight based on that. So I got picked on based on the fact I might have been light-skinned with people. Where are you from? Mix, um, uh, Maryland. Maryland. Right outside DC, yeah. Mm. So, you know, I, I was called mix, half-breed, you know what I'm saying? I had mm. bottles thrown at me, I had to fight dudes, you know, that would <laughs> me every day, because they think somehow, I mean, maybe- She's sweet. You wow. know, somehow they, they think you soft. So as a man, you kind of have to fight. You got to let dudes know, like, nah, oh, they think you light skin. You you know what I mean? So interesting. Based, based, based on that. You know Walu, I mean? did that ever, how did you view dark skinned men then? Like, were you friend, were you able to cultivate, I mean, besides, you know, your colleagues <laughs> Yeah, Like, were you able to cultivate friendships with dark skinned men growing up? For sure. Like I said, like most, most of them, like my friends, everybody I, I hung out with, at certain points, you know, I, I went through different phases of my life, but you know, certainly like my youngest phase from as early as I can remember till you know, 
at least about like middle school when I used to hang out outside of school was I used to go on the other side of the fence and hang out with, with those guys over there. Everybody was dark skinned to me. I never looked at it. I never like light skin, dark skin it wasn't really like a thing at that point, man. Everybody all the rappers I looked up to, DMX, uh, you know, basketball players, Michael Jordan, you know, it's just they just are who they are. I never thought of myself as light. I honestly I never heard that I was light skinned until I got well. In, in that sense, like as prevalent as it is until like, I got to college, you know, like, wow, like I guess before. You know, like, sorry, Dooney, I'm so sorry to cut you off. That's, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, but just that I didn't answer one of the questions which you asked, which was about the Hollywood thing. And Wabu kind of reminded me about that, what you said. But in Hollywood, I never got into that. Hollywood is actually weird. In terms of like a leading man, when, when they want to choose black men, Hollywood tends to choose dark skinned men. With, with black women, they choose light-skinned women nine out of 10 times. You look at the Tessa Thompsons of the world, you look at, you know, Zoe Kravitz. If you're light-skinned and you're black, you pop. But with men, for some reason, Hollywood has been actually more preferential to dark-skinned men. David Oyelowo, to, you know, Denzel, uh, Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's usually dark-skinned. Look at Daniel Kaluuya's career right now. So it's yeah. like, for some reason, that's what they kind of, it's weird, but that's what they like. So when I came, my agents were, they were like, we're looking for, we were looking for one of you, for one of you. you know? And they were like, don't change your name. That adds to the whole thing as well. So it's like, not just a black thing, but an African thing as well. Sorry, I didn't So no, that, that's a good point. And I'm going to, I'm going to touch on that. But Walu, I think it's really interesting that you say you weren't even really reminded of colorism until you got to college. Because I feel like that's when I was reminded that I was dark skinned. Like, because similar to Dial growing up, my mom especially was just super instrumental in building me up like i came home at like four and i was like you know i wanted my name to be sandy um i wanted to like i wanted to be white basically because we were living in a more white neighborhood and i just did not see images like me and so my mom literally i remember her every day up until like through high school always telling me how beautiful i am always telling me like my skin is beautiful my big eyes are beautiful like Basically like everything that she, that, that might, I might get picked on, she was counteracting that. And it was, so I didn't grow up actually feeling like because I'm dark skin, I'm not pretty. And because like, there was always some boy talking to me, which is not the best way to build your self-esteem, but it's real. Like, you know what I mean? Like I went to an all girls school in elementary school. Once I got to middle school, I always had some boyfriends. So it was like, oh, okay. Like I'm good. Like clearly people like me. Right. And then what'd you say? So some some got me working. So, something something's working right and then but with that I was very aware that I wasn't the standard of beauty and I realized once I got older that that was just something I accepted when I was young so while I knew like yes I'm pretty my family tells me I'm pretty there's some sort of outside validation I also knew that I'm not the pretty that is commonly accepted but it wasn't until college and I'll never forget this guy he was like, oh, you're cute to be dark. And I was like, I was like stopped in my tracks because first of all, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that probably since I was like, I don't know, since I was like young. So it had been years. And I was like, what, what, what exactly? And before I could respond, one of my friends like cursed him out on the spot for it. But then like, maybe like another year later, I remember this guy, he was like, oh, you're like a real dark skinned girl. I was like, as opposed to a fake one, like what exactly does that mean? But he was like, you're like black for real. Like you're a real black girl. And I was, and and that took me for a loop because I'm like, how is my black, like, so if I'm a real black girl, what's like Talia? You know what I mean? Like, is Talia not a real 
black girl? Like, is it just based on complexion? But I think it's interesting that that happened in college also. Mm. And then from what some of you guys are saying, it sounds like when we're talking about beauty with men, there's a lot more that goes into what is desirable then. Because what I'm hearing is it's, can you fight? It's, you know, can you stand on your own as a man? While Lou, with what you're saying, there's like a quote unquote, and I hate to use this word, but I'll use it like an exotic factor, like leave your name, you know, as Dio Okeni so that there's, there's a little something different to you. Whereas with women, beauty tends to be more so just purely physical. Well, that's a really interesting thing. And, and I'm gonna ask you, Chi. So I've talked about this before, but my two best friends, my two best male friends growing up, and they're still my best male friends to this day are Nigerian. Um, and I grew up, <laughs> I didn't talk to a white person till I got to college. Like I grew up isolated in black South side of Chicago. I only saw people, white people on TV. Like that, they were completely not a factor in my life. But growing up with these, with my two best friends, I didn't realize they were Nigerian. Like I knew one was Nigerian because he was bad. He got sent back to Nigeria. He came back two years later. <laughs> but, it's very common. It's very but, common. But the it's other common. one, his name is Abiomi Aladade. And I just thought that it was some black ass name. Like it was just some some hood shit. I didn't know that <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> you thought it was hood. <laughs> I thought it was hood shit. Like I was like, whatever, right? So when when I think about how he was seen. Um, he was never seen as different. Like it never dawned on us that he wasn't African-American like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. So when I think about like his, like a standard of beauty for a man and kind of being like, you know, you're this different person because you are from another culture. Like that wasn't something I felt like he had to experience physically we didn't notice that his features were significantly different than our features mm. but I feel like now I've seen people point out people and say like oh yeah they look African and I'm like what is wrong with my eyes because mm -hmm. because I'm not 100% sure what looks African so Chi when you were growing up did you feel like you stood out as an African or as a dark-skinned black man so that's actually a better question. I know you asked me the question. It's actually a better question for Nas because Nas was actually born and raised. Mm -hmm. I was born and raised in Nigeria with Dio. <clears throat> so, so Nas, Nas. is probably a better student to ask that, answer that question. Yeah, what was the question? I'm sorry. Repeat that. <laughs> Did you I can run it back. But basically, no. she's asking Nas, like, you know, um, growing up here, did people look at you like you were different? Like, you know, you're a black man, but you're African as well. So they look at you different, oh, different features, African features. Like, did you stand out because of that? Oh yeah, that's a thousand percent, man. I was African booty scratcher. You know, uh, I did not fit in at all whatsoever. You know, the black American community shitted on me. You know what I'm saying? All love for them now, but, um, and even then, you know, they were ignorant and um, at the end of the day, they were just perpetuating what? You know they heard from the media you know what i'm saying so i'm not even mad but at the end but that that was my experience right like i was too dark skinned you know i i like it's it's funny i'm like damn i hope they skip over this because i don't want to you know tell my truth or, or be as transparent but <laughs> but we here now so fuck it but like i never looked at myself as like beautiful and none of that i thought i was ugly when i was a kid like because like like nobody showed me love like that and you know, um, and that's just what it was. But I learned 
I learned real quick as a youngin that confidence is everything. Confidence is everything, like as a man, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell y'all a quick story. I remember Jay, I think this was right around the time he had just dropped volume two. Volume two, yeah, because it was uh the girls, no, not 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 girls, it was uh the the uh the Anna, the Hard Not Life record. Yeah, had just dropped, right? Yeah, that's volume two, that's volume two. Volume two, right? So mm-hmm. I just remember some girl, pretty ass girl in school having a big ass Jay-Z poster in her locker. And remember back then, you know, Jay, like he he got, you know, he used to get cracked on, you know, you know, mm-hmm. about his looks. Like he yeah. wasn't the most handsome, like, you know, a lot of people cracked on his look. So, mm-hmm. but this girl loved him so much. It was like, yo, he's the finest thing in the world. Right. And I'm like, yo, why you like Jay so much? Like, you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't like the way he looks. And she was like, oh, he's just confident. I just love the way he like just moves. And, you know, and then at that age, at, at that point, yep. I forget how old I was. I was like, okay, I need confidence and I need mm. to be funny too. Cause like once <laughs> I started being funny, like that's when I started receiving love. You know what I'm saying? So, and you six five. And, and, you six know what? Five, I, I, you right. six five? I did, I did, oh, see it? You need to stand up. You need to stand up. Did, right? Of course, the pearl, she said, oh, you six. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't embrace my height until like later on in high school because I was just so, I just felt like the eyeball. I was just so much taller than everybody else. And it wasn't until like senior year of high school some girl was like, oh, my God, you're so tall. And then I was like, huh? Like, <laughs> and then after that, it was just curtains. But, you know, it was just growing but, but up. You, like, Yeah, ahead. but you know, Nas, it's so crazy you mentioned. Hip-hop is massive, man, especially for a lot of us young Black men. Like, hip-hop obviously had a huge influence on us and how we see ourselves. I remember I remember Biggie. Mm-hmm. Biggie, what's that Biggie mm-hmm. line? Big, Black, and ugly as ever. I remember as a kid going, what? Like, yeah. you do that? You can do that. Yeah, like yeah. he's not big, black, and ugly as ever. And that's yeah. low key my my type. Like not ugly, but I tend to go for bigger men because I'm a mm. smaller woman. Like I'm five three, I'm skinny. Like to me, a man needs to have some weight on him. Girl. To, to feel like a man. <laughs> do you, I respect that. Talia, do you equate height as being big, or do you literally mean like body mass? I mean like a thicker man, but if you're tall and super skinny, I can't go for that. But if you're tall, like a like with basketball player weight, then that's that's yeah, a good balance. With it. But also, I'm super small, so like tall men really don't check for me no way. I'll be way down here; they can't hear me. Like it tall men like short women. Not me yeah. though. So what you want I, me to say? They don't so want just, to say. Yeah. So my, my, my last point. My last point is I did like Dio. Like, like I said, I thought I was ugly, but I embraced that. Kind of like how Biggie, Biggie knew what it was. He embraced the fact that people, the society would deem him as ugly, but that ain't stop Biggie from wearing a Versace. You know, that, that ain't stop Biggie from being Biggie. You know, so I, that's kind of like how I, how I became Nas. And, you know, it is what it is. So now, did you, when you said, so you figured that you needed to have confidence. Did you... Yeah. Do you feel like at that age you knew what that actually meant, and it was you were able to girl oh. confidence, or was it like, let me just act like pretend? Yeah, yeah. Doing it with the questions that was fire. Yeah, like honestly, I had no confidence. I just knew what it was, and I was just in constant pursuit of it. 
And it didn't really come until like high school, you know what I'm saying? Like late, like late high school. But I just, I just looked upon it as like, okay, like those are green pastures. I just need to get to those green pastures and I'll be good. So I knew what it looked like, but it just took me a while to get there, right? And once I got there, man, I haven't left since. How Love did you it. cultivate that, that confidence? Um, I, I just became like good at doing certain things. Like whether I, I started playing basketball heavy, you know, um, so once I got nice on the team, you know, that, 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 that helped extremely, you know, and I just started owning it. Like, I, like I said, I became funny, you know, and I was, I was slick with the jokes. I became slick with the jokes and it's just like, yo, I didn't give a fuck. Like, like the thing is like, once you show people that you care about something that, you know, I guess they're trying to make fun of you, like they're going to use that. They're going to utilize that as a tool to destroy you. Right. But once you embrace it and you like, I would crack jokes on myself before you could. So at that point, like, can't like hurt what are you doing? You can't hurt me. Yeah. You cannot hurt me, bro. So like, and mm. you know, so that, that's just really Can it. we talk about music real quick? Oh, can that's I ask, a fact. Sure. Can I ask why, why Lou a question as a, as a music director, how much control you have over the women that are cast in the videos? And if you make any, um, efforts to make sure that it's not just a bunch of light-skinned girls? Um, um, <laughs> as far as me is concerned, at the end of the day, it's always the artist video. Um, the way the system works is I'm basically work for commission. So I'm working at the discretion of the artist. They have the ultimate say at the end of the day. I can offer my services, but they can always come back and say, look, I want X, Y, and Z. And I've had instances where I've gone through that. Um, but for me, um, I think, honestly, I think the uh, the whole only light-skinned girls in video thing is is a very, like, it, there's a certain time period for that because the videos that I grew up on and loved throughout the 90s, it was only, like, Black and natural yep. black, uh, black women. That's my favorite era. That's why I want to do what I do, mm. you know, coming from, you know, one of my favorite films, Belly, Keisha, you know what I'm saying? Like, Keisha. that was iconic to me you know all the videos of the 90s it was, it was always a black it, was, it would actually be rare to see anything that wasn't uh, a natural black girl there was no you know minimal surgery at that time and all the like light skin so um but yeah as far as control goes um i have i could bring about suggestions i used to go off with the artist once and i just try to suit the the video or the vibe or whatever the artist wants at the time I think with, with music, this is interesting with something that both, I think all of you guys said, Dio Nas and she for sure about, or maybe it was just Dio Nas about music artists, specifically Jay-Z, Biggie, and how, you know, despite what their appearance was, they were loved. I feel like it was the opposite though for girls because when video mm -hmm. music culture was big, right? Like Talia's talked about how, everybody in the videos had bodies. She ain't look like that, right? I didn't, I mean, I didn't grow a butt till like six months ago. So like in high school, it was like when everybody's like praising girls with fatties, I'm like, well, I ain't got it, you know? So it was like, I didn't see, I never even saw that reinforcement in the videos. I think most girls don't see that reinforcement in videos. So I just think that that's interesting how there's such a polar opposite effect on men and women, even through that imagery. Yeah, I think but it's, then I think on the, go ahead. No, um, I was going to say, man, I just think it's interesting. I don't think it's necessarily like a uh, black or white thing. I think it's there, men and women, there's different standards 
Facts. or what people find attractive, just baseline, right? So we yeah. can sit here and talk about all, all day, okay, guys like Jay-Z, uh, because they have confidence, they're deemed attractive, um, and along with money, you know, status. Don't forget the money. Things, exactly. Those are, <laughs> Please, those are things that women are attracted to typically. <laughs> for, um, you know, m- money, status, just in general, black, white, yeah. everything universally, that's what makes men attractive. And, you know, some men are physically attractive, but, you know, that can outweigh it. As women, um, you know, uh, a lot of uh, weight is put towards physical beauty and aesthetics. Um, you know, so sometimes it can go against women as well. It's like, oh, I don't mm. have this, I don't have that. So it's held against me. But at the same time, you see certain women that are elevated to a certain platform that we kind of know they don't deserve because they have those things. They go out and get surgery, right. whatever, whole Kardashian family, whole girls who have nothing else going for themselves. They go to Dr. Miami, now all of a sudden they pop in, they don't have, they don't even can't string two sentences together and they overpaid for all type of stuff that's going on. So it's just like, it's not even just a society thing. I just think it's a natural element of men, uh, psychology yeah. and, and biology versus women's psychology and biology that you know we don't want to conflate the two things you know yeah. when looking so, at what we consider beautiful so let's dive into that a little bit more because i think that's a phenomenal point what do you guys consider beautiful now like with either if you're in relationships or you're pursuing relationships when you see a woman what is it that you think of that's like okay this is, makes me want to be with this woman wait a minute who's in a relationship Anybody? Nobody? Walu? Okay. Well, we're going to get to you last. We're going to start with the single men. So let's start with Dio. Answer the question. What do I find attractive? <clears throat> Listen, men are very, very visual beings. I'm talk- we talk about Dio. We, we done covered the men. We want to know Dio as in Dio. Okay, very, there we go. I'm a very visual person as well. Um, you know, my love language is definitely physical touch. So you know, I, I love I, language. Hey, listen, I, I did my homework. So, but what about, okay. So what, sorry, Dio, what about the physical? I'm, let me land my ship. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure you ain't going, I want to make sure you ain't going to glide over. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm a very physical guy. I mean, the things I like, like I, I, I don't want, I don't particularly like women who are taller than me. I wouldn't want to date a woman who was taller than me. How tall are you? I'm 5'11". Oh, because I'm like, if, if you full 11, then you... No, I'm not. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> you too picky. I'm definitely not short, but I'm not Nas. I mean, so... But yeah, I, I like to be with a woman who's shorter than me. I don't care about things like, you know, hair length or honestly, or or skin tone. But I like a woman who takes care of herself. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's, you know, eat, eats well, pretty fit. Um, uh, Just a pretty ass smile. Like she just got to be, you know, and I don't like like old skinny women. Like I'm not... You know, the, the supermodel types, that's not for me. You know, I like a woman who can eat. A woman with a little bit of meat, oh. that's for sure. So you like thick women? I do. I really do. Hmm. Wait, what's, give us an example of somebody who we'd all know, like, that, that you consider thick. We see, even with thick, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's categories of thick. There's there are categories. Thick, exactly. Thick, that's thick, why I want to see slim it. thick. BB. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I don't know an example of somebody. I don't know. Shit. Um, Drea. Would you date Drea? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey too. You know. But Lori Harvey not thick. No, that's why I said because when you mentioned her the first time, I was I don't know if you guys saw me. I was like, eh, I don't she's know. beautiful though. She she's is. beautiful, girl. She's beautiful, but but she's beautiful, but I'm not attracted to her. So now now there we go. Now we're splitting hair. I feel like that's I'm what I was really trying to say earlier. There we go. A <laughs> lot of beautiful women in the world. Instagram. 
Yes. You, you go to your fucking explore. There's a lot of beautiful women out there. What, what do you What do you mean when you say she's beautiful, but you're not attracted to her? Yeah. He wouldn't have sex with her. Is that what you said? I know that's what he said. Yeah, I don't know, Talia. Let's let let's oh, let that's what he said. <laughs> Listen, you can be beautiful. You can be beautiful. You can be beautiful, and I'm not that attracted to you. Listen, attraction is different, right? There's attraction where like, yo, I wanna, I wanna be with this woman. Like, I wanna talk to this woman. Like, I wanna, I wanna show this woman off. Like, it's a, it's a whole bunch of things. But then there's like attracted where like it's you and live in Miami for a weekend. But how you not having, how are you having sex with women you're not attracted to? How are you even getting hard? Cause I'm a man. But wait, but I don't know that he said, I don't know that that's what he said. That's I'm, not no, what I'm he, he said the, the he problem. wasn't attracted to her. And then when I was like, that means he wouldn't sleep with her. He made a face like he would. I did, I did because there's levels to attraction. The same way there's right. levels to women being thick, right? There's like slim thick, there's, there's, there's thick, and then there's thick thick. There's attracted <laughs> to like, ooh, I want to hit that. But I, do, I have no desire to have a conversation with you about politics, art, commerce, commerce. building a family together, whatever it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, there are women that you go, oh, yeah, she's pretty. Would you hit that? Absolutely, I hit that. Do I want to, like, take her home to meet my, my, my boys or my mother? Hell no. So what are but the intangibles? Women operate that way. Women are just oh. not built that way. I'm the what no no. I'm the yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. I, oh, there you I go. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. When you say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say stereotypically, stereotypically, women are not built the same. way. well, back. I mean, I got a question for you, ladies. Man, when you say you're the same way, you mean like a certain manner? You be like, you would hit that, but you wouldn't take home. I mean, absolutely. I've yeah. I've been in I've been in more of those situations. Yeah. Than any Look at you gotta relax, man. Yeah, I think and that's why I was going. I've I only like... taken one man home, but I've had sex with more than one man. Okay, and that's okay, what I was gonna okay. say. Okay. I, 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 yeah. I feel, I feel like the... men have men have this perception that women can only have sex when they're deeply in love. No, no, no. We don't have that perception. No, 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 no. We, no, no, we don't have that perception at all. You're right. You're right. You're talking about attractive. But to answer right. Chi's point, I find women operate somewhat similarly. Women can absolutely have sex with a man and be like, I don't even want you around my friends. Or be like, I know that this situation uh, is going you to. Think be- you think it's even, Dooney? You for real? Maybe not. I don't. I don't. I think it depends on the woman. Like I know women can be There's like more niggas out there that I, think. No, like no, no, that. no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I, I know women can be like this situation is for two months and literally give themselves a cutoff point. And when that cutoff point comes, they're like, yeah, it's done. Those so whether or not whether or not they do I don't it, know about that. Whether, whether or not I'm trying. Listen, whether or not they do it as often as men, that's debatable. But women definitely do it. Now that's not to say men are also so wrapped up in their egos that they can't mm. understand yes. a woman not wanting you know to keep I mean? their ass. Exactly. Like everybody is not facts. for peace. That's a fact. And because fact. like men, yeah. Okay. So let's not. Yeah, go ahead, duty. Go ahead. Say, like, I, feel, I find that men typically have this thought process of if I had her once, I can have her again. That's mm. how I mine, think. Yeah. I can always have her. But I think men would be surprised as true. to the as to the amount of women who would be like, even if this was the last person on earth, he's not gonna see the inside of my vagina again. Yeah, because men, men always would be think surprised. they make you come. They always think they done killed the pussy. It's like mm. 
sir. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Yo, could I ask y'all a question? Yes, a anything, question? anything. Have y'all have y'all listened to Jasmine Sullivan's new album? Love yes. it every day. Did you hear the song, um, the Dickmatized song? Exactly. That okay. is not every man. That is a one-off. Okay. Okay, that's just a one-off. That's a one-off. Uh, uh, thank you for answering my question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chief, no further questions, Your Honor. Let's get into no it. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you, you oh. We're onto something here. We're onto something here. We're talking about. So, uh, <laughs> I love Dio. Dio, like I'm not done. <laughs> nah, nah, we ain't done. We ain't finished. Um, so, on the topic of attraction, right? Because yeah. there's beauty, there's, and there's attraction. attraction. Right, and of course we tell jokes, but like, would you have sex with somebody that you're not attracted to, or somebody that is not beautiful? I would never. I'll put it this way: I don't think I'll ever have sex with somebody who's not who I'm, who, who I don't think is beautiful. Like, I have to find you beautiful, you know what I mean? But like, attraction to me, and this is what we're splitting here. It's attraction to me, like. You gotta be like wifey material where like I'm attracted to you. Like I want to, this is just me specifically. I don't think other men are like this, but like when I use the word attractive, actually, I actually hold the word attractive in my vocabulary more sensitively than beauty to me. Cause I think everybody can be beautiful, right? Everybody so, can be beautiful in their own way. So let me ask you a, a quick question. So let's yeah. say there's a woman and you mm -hmm. heard that the pussy was fire and yep. you don't think she's beautiful. Yeah, you would not, and she was trying to give it to you. You wouldn't go for it. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Know, so for, you know, this, and, and this is where I feel like we're giving y'all shit that is new to y'all. No, no. Not, wait, wait a second. No, 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 no. I, I will ask that question. I want to just preface it by saying, mm -hmm. a lot of women will not believe this. Okay. They will not believe this because they y'all be thinking you know us. <laughs> but, they, but there are women that I don't think are conventionally beautiful, mm -hmm. right? But like you said, the pussy was fire. That shit would keep a nigga coming back. And a lot of men hide that. Y'all know you got a few in your Rolodex. <laughs> I think we know that. No, I, I think we know that. I think we know okay, that. Okay, cool, y'all know that. So that's the thing. Like people just be thinking like men, men just want to have sex just because they're attracted to a woman physically. And yeah, that, that is the case. But there, there's some women that are unconventionally beautiful and you can't even, as a man, you can't even put into words or describe why you're so drawn to that person. Like I've, I've definitely, especially when I was younger, when I, I feel like I, I was, you know, you're trying to find yourself, find your identity, you know, you don't, you don't really openly have conversations with other men about what you find attractive or shit like that. But like there are women that were not conventionally beautiful. And thinking back on like my high school years, like, man, my niggas can't know I like her because she's not attractive. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? People don't so, think she's attractive, but I find her attractive. So let me come in real quick, because I think that's, that's a real thing. Because as you were speaking, one of the things that came to my mind was, I think, I don't, and I don't think women will ever fully understand all of the reasons why men choose to sleep with a woman or not. Yeah. And I think part of it is because there's so much ego wrapped up in whatever men do. Men may talk to a woman simply because she's desired by all other men and he wants to be able to say, oh, I already had that already, right? Like, I feel like men tend to do a lot of things for, for bragging rights. And so, Dial, to your point, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I've- Women do that feel, too. Women do that too, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah, men, that's I feel a like fact. men do it more. That's a fact. I, I do feel like- I feel like also like, women do that, but- Yeah, me too. I, I, really? Who said that? 
Walu. Wait a minute. All right, let's pause. Why do y'all think that? Really? Walu, why I, do you think that? I, I, I do. I mean, <laughs> man, I, like, because it's always like... from experience. No, nah, I feel like it's always <laughs> a situation where it's like, yo, like, if you... I don't know, man. Like, if you've been with a certain girl, man, they, like, they be... Let me put it like this, man. If they, if they be bragging on you, you know what I'm saying, to their friends, they run around to all their friends, I was like, yo, yo they, all their friends be like, what? Like, they, they, like girls yeah. are, are more yeah. influenced by peer pressure, that, I, I feel that, like. That, no, no. You, it, as, as a guy, I want to, like, let me tell you yeah. something. As a guy, if you if you are trying to approach a girl, right, she don't, she's iffy on you, blah, blah, blah. One of the dating strategies, what you got to do, man, you got to get all her friends around her. If she, if all her friends around her, mm. team, you got you to gotta work their friends. If you try to get out a certain girl, one thing you know, as a guy, you got you got to work all their friends. You got girl, oh, he's so funny. Oh my god, you got to get you, all her friends on your side, <laughs> and then she's gonna be influenced more so by that than anything. So I mean, I, I just, you know what I mean? Agree like, with that. I mean, it's yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. She, yeah. Nas, Nas, you said you agree that, with Walu. Let's hear that, and then she will hear you. Oh no, I mean, I, I was just saying that, you know, with men, the higher we climb, you know, whether it's career. Whether, you know, just in life, you know, like the more, you know, I guess, and you guys can answer this, but the more women are attracted to to that man, right? And and right. and because yeah. of that, it's like, okay, that's the man that I want. You know, that's yeah. the man I want, right? So it's like, I don't know, like I, I just see it. Again, we're women talking about women. that's the man I want, not I want to hit that. There's a but difference. But I also like, will will say from my personal experience, there is a man who I've slept with and we were on a trip. We were on a group trip. This man was trying to get with me. I did not want that man. And then one night at dinner, everybody was telling this story about how these two sorority sisters fell out because neither one of them wanted to stop sleeping with him. So they said, they, let me see what the dick like. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did. <laughs> and that's what exactly what I did. I slept with that man. Yeah. I did not want to keep that man, but I was like, Okay. Now let me let me add my unbiased opinion. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, because and granted, he, me and this man are the same height. He is not my type, but I was like, there is no way this five three man got to dig you know down what? to his ankles. But he did. He yeah. did. I'm not and even I gonna lie. Figure I, think, it out for myself. I, do, I do think that's true because I do feel like if I've heard like in in talking to somebody. If I hear them say like, oh, yeah, you know, they were talking to maybe multiple girls mm -hmm. before you know we decided to like take it there i'm gonna be like oh all right all right so people want you all right you ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there is there is something but i think that that's natural because i think in general people want either what they can't have again talking about sex i agree with uh you know what while loser i mean definitely i think women are drawn to men that other women like no doubt yep. about that but at the same time I don't think women, you know, care that much. I mean, I think a woman, if a woman likes a man, she wants to be with a man, it doesn't really matter how her friends feel about it. She's gonna give it up anyway. So I don't I don't agree that you need to work her friends. You just need to work her. That's it. Women are, women are like I think very more social creatures. They they are more attuned to social status within a group of women. And they're more influenced by what their friends say and do than, than men are. So, nah, but right? at so the same time, it's a lot of women that will tell a woman like, yo, don't talk to him, man. Be careful with him, man. I mean, he's bad news. That right, she's going right. to do it anyway. You know what if she wants to do it, she's going to do it anyway. It don't matter. Yeah, I just think it's, I know, man, men too, but I just think it's a little bit more rare. Um, I think, you know, socially. I think women are more social beings, man. I think, like, you take a group of women that are, like, once they're all, uh, they're all single, the woman that gets, 
gets married or engaged first, they, they social status a little bit rises a little bit more so. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, like, how many friends did you have to Mac to get your girlfriend? What do you mean? How many friends did I have to Mac? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, like how, how, how many of her friends? Oh, um, I mean, I really don't want to get into it too much, man, but I think that's kind of personal. Uh, but I mean, I mean, this listen, is all personal. Listen, I know, I know, but I, I, I didn't have to. That's the thing. Okay. Like, I didn't okay. have to do that. Yeah. It was already, okay. I didn't have, it was already just, I didn't have to. That's Got what I'm it. Saying. It was already I, done. I've seen some situations where in, in women groups, where like, let's say woman A, it'd be like, yo, don't touch Bobby. We talking, I like him a lot. And like, let's say woman A is lit, right? Like she's she's in Forbes. Like she's probably like the alpha woman in her crew, right? But she likes Bobby. And she tells everybody in her group, don't talk to Bobby, right? But woman B, woman C, you know, will go behind her back and, and try to sleep with Bobby and sleep with Bobby. You know what I'm saying? Probably not because she liked Bobby, but because the littest friend in her group likes Bobby. Like I've seen situations. Yeah, Matt, these Matt names, these names are, I gotta, right. I, I gotta. I've never, I've never, I've, I've heard Nas of what you're explaining. I know it happens. I've never <laughs> experienced. I've never. I think it's more so noticed that in my friend groups. Ever. Like a lot of men, you know, if they see, if they see a check, because you know, men have egos. So if there's a girl that you know somebody guess with that another man guess with. They want to get with her too, but they feel like, yo, if he could get her, I could get her too. Or, so you know, I, I was gonna say, I will say, like a lot of yo, men, gee, we'll talk offline. We'll and, talk and, offline. and to be to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I don't think men are honest with each other when y'all talk to each other. Reason mm. is that niggas will routinely go after the same chicks. No, I was let me let me okay. This is why no. hold on, hold on. This is why I said I don't think that y'all let are speak. With, I don't think no. y'all are honest with each other. Now, maybe not y'all on this line, but mm -hmm. absolutely men in the same crew will absolutely go after the same girl. Maybe after a little bit of time has passed, maybe after whatever. I know men who are marrying women. <clears throat> Who they dudes have dealt yeah. with previously. So, Again, yes. that's, that's, wait a minute. Yeah, I, so that's, that's what I'm saying that it may be y'all, maybe not y'all, but I don't believe men are truly honest with each other because th these things happen. Also, men don't always, y'all don't always tell y'all friends everything. Dion, what you got to say? I just said definitely not in this group. I feel like if if, if there's a girl that's close in our circle, niggas in this group will always throw it out there. Yo, what's up with this? What's going on over here? And then what's going on over here? What's going on over here? Literally. <laughs> Yo, but it's just like that. Yo, what's up with this? What's going on over here? You know? And niggas be like, nah, I love it, bro. All right, bet. You know, you, you know, whatever it is. Or now nah, go ahead, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, yeah. Like, I don't know. Just my my circle of friends, even like in LA, bro, like with you know, Andrew or Ron, Daniel, all them niggas, like, we always, like, just check, especially, especially if it's somebody in, you know, in, in a close, close circle where you feel like, you know, she mad pretty, and, you know, I know she nobody friend, but we all know her, like, what's going on over here? All right, cool, then you get the blessing, you do what you gotta do, 
But like I I don't I cannot imagine like Nas having been with somebody and I end up marrying that person. Why mm. not? Why not? I can't imagine if, that if if he uh-huh. dated the girl in college and yeah. then at this point we've been out of college for 10 years, like what's the big deal? What do you mean? What do you mean by a data? Like that was his I mean, listen, either either way, either way. <laughs> hold on, listen, I put I'll put it like this, like you know, in, in our circle and I'll set. You know, if there's a woman that one of us dated like that with somebody's girlfriend, she's off limits for life. That's Forever. a fact. Forever and ever. However, however, Period. and same thing like Dallas said, if it's a girl that, you know, somebody smashed, nobody, nobody in our circle is going to wife her. Somebody else could hit it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it doesn't but really matter. Like, for example, for example, if it's, a, if it's a girl that I hit back in the day, you know what I'm saying? And then a couple of years have passed. And for me, that's all it was. I just hit. That was it. There was no feelings involved. And a couple of years down the line, you know, she links up with Dio, links up with Nas, like, we nah, don't, don't say my I'll, name in this, bro. I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter to me. And they know that. And they know so that. So because she had sex with you 12 years ago, she can't be the love of Nas's life? That's crazy. Not, not that's, on, that's on Nas. That's on Nas. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Not just sex. If he He's wants, if he wants yeah. it to. Yeah, if, if Nas no, wants I, it to. I, 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 yeah, think, it, I think men and women definitely differ on this. Let me tell you, when I was 18, I um there was I had the biggest crush on this guy like my freshman year of undergrad, he was a couple years older. And like, I just had the biggest crush. And then his, hold on, let me, let me not give too much details out. His, <laughs> his roommate mm. wanted to talk to me and I was very conflicted. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, oh my God, if I talk to this guy, then I can never talk to his roommate. And my mother was like, why? And exactly. I was like, because I said, but I said, mommy, you can't talk to friends. And she no. was like, bye. She was exactly. like, so anybody you talk to, you mean to tell me you can never talk to anybody who Tom's knows changed. them, who knows, da, 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 da. I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't do that. She was like, that's stupid. She was like, I mean, my mom, you know, <laughs> she was like, you can go as far as dating. She was basically like, y'all should be able to date whomever because when it's over, it's over. She was like, and if you don't want it to be over, then you keep that relationship going. But if you're gonna let that relationship go, then it makes no sense to now say, you 25 people that I know can never explore something with this person. You can call it it immature, you can call it minded, whatever you can call it, it is what it is. There's so many people out there, man. So many women. Exactly. It's all about the principle. You know what I'm saying? It's about the principle. So now now GX girlfriend, I'm supposed to marry her and be like, yo bro, you gonna be my best man? (laughs) Right. How that's gonna work? (laughs) What do you mean? How's that gonna work? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what's the math? It's a, you know, it's a I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be standing. They're gonna ask you for the ring. I'm like, bro, you sure? <laughs> yeah. Y'all are crazy. Hold on, hold on. Crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is such a great conversation, but I do want to get back to the. Preference. This ain't even about beauty no more. This I, know, is about- I know, I know, I know, I know. We, we I know. gotta have so a part we, two. We we talked about Dial Chi. Like what? What because we're supposed to end on Walu. So Chi, what are you attracted to? Or what what's the determining the determining factors for you when you see a woman? What do you attract what kind of woman are you attracted to? And what makes you say, like, I want to take this further? I mean, similar, you know, to to die on most men. You know, I'm a visual person. So I'm bringing most men into these conversations. You right. So and let's also so get pretty, away from visual. What exactly about the visuals? Like, don't so just say I, I like a I like a pretty face. Period. You know what I mean? So like of a woman's features, like the faces will stand out to me the, the most. So like, you know, obviously I'm not 
I'm not a, I'm not necessarily attracted to like a bigger woman um, or like a super tall woman. You know, I, I like women a little smaller, but you know, it's a pretty face for me. So she doesn't have to have like, you know, big ass titties or like a big ass. As, as long as the sun there that I could cut, you know what I'm saying? I don't gotta be OD big, you know what I'm saying? But um, for me, it's about, a, it's about a pretty face. And like my boys know, like if you look at women I've dated in the past, like really, really pretty woman. So from a physical standpoint, that's what it is for me. And then for me to take it further, you know, there's, there's way more that comes that comes into it now. You know, it's like, does she believe in God? Um, you know, where's the confidence level yep. at? You know, her personality comes into play. So, you know, a lot of other things, factors come into play for me to take to that level. Because it's plenty of pretty women, you know, that I've, that I've dated. But like from a foundational standpoint, it's just things that just weren't adding up for me to be like, yo, I could bring it to my mom or like take it to the next level. So let me ask you, before, before we get in, into Naz's, let me ask all of you. Where does ambition lie for y'all? That's high up, for woman. Yeah. That's that's ambition is high very very high up for me. So like the woman, let's take it. Okay, I'm gonna take I've it a step up. further. I'm gonna take it a step further, Chi, before you keep going. And the reason being is because I find most men, especially if you're ambitious, most men say they want ambitious women. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a difference between the reality of an ambitious woman and then just simply saying, "I want an ambitious woman." Because I also what, think it's bullshit. It don't matter how ambitious she is. If you think she ugly, you're not going. Like, I just yeah. don't I mean, believe she, that. She, she gotta, I mean, it's things, you mean the, the qualifier, you know, she, if she looks good, that's the qualifier right there. And then I'm looking at the ambition, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying ambition is important for me to take it to the next level. And I need a woman who's super driven because that's the way that I am. That's the way that I'm programmed, I'm super driven. So I need a woman who could who can match the energy because, you know, I thrive off of that too. You know, even with the people I keep around me, like my friends are all ambitious people. Right? There's no bums in my circle, not one, you know, because I thrive off of that energy. So if a woman, I'm going to be with her, she's going to be part of my circle. So I need her to bring that same type of energy. No doubt about that. Is there such a thing as too ambitious? And what if she out earns you? I mean, <laughs> listen, la, la, la. <laughs> if she's, if she's, here's my thing. Like if she's really getting to the back, I'm not going to be intimidated by it. It's really just going to motivate me to work harder. I'm saying it's like, I got to work harder to get my bag up. Honestly, so I'm not a typical woman who who's ambitious. Like, listen, a lot of you here know we we being very honest. I mean, one, one of my exes is super duper duper ambitious, and she's going to the fucking moon. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. And I love to see it. And I and that's a big reason why I loved her. You know, when I dated her because of that ambition. So ambition is super key to me. Because and Junior, I want to I want to make it practical, and then maybe while Lou and Nas can jump in because like when you. When you have so many goals, right? Because I'm an extremely goal-oriented person. I'm extremely ambitious myself. And it's not just with things I want to achieve. It's also personal. Like, you know, I want to eat right. I want to work out. I want to, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to be with somebody, you know, I want them to match that energy 100%. And it's, and it's also like, it breeds resentment when one person in the relationship has all the goals and all the ambition. And so it's all the attention is on that one person. I'll, I'll give you a real wow. example, right? I dated somebody in the past where... You know, I'm an actor, so I got to keep my body right. So I want to eat right and I want to work out. And this person knew that and jumped into the relationship on the pretense that, oh, yeah, I love to eat. You know, I, you know, I have goals about my body and things that I want to do. Da, 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 da. Like, yo, it's amazing. We'll hold each other accountable. But five out of seven days in the week, I go to the gym. And then the two days that I don't want to go, I'm, ex- I'm expecting my partner to fill in the gap, to be like, no, nah, we got to go. So those two mm. days hold me accountable. Then the hold days me accountable. Fall, the days you fall, I pick you up. The days I fall, I, you know, whatever. But I found out like the days she was falling, I was picking her up. But the days I was falling, she didn't want to pick me up. I'm like, yo, man, I don't want to go to the gym. She'd be like, all right, just cool. Let's like, sit in the house and like watch 
Netflix and order in. And I'm like, damn, like, so it's always me. And then when I brought it up, she's like, you're the, you're the actor. You're the one who has to watch their body. You know what I'm saying? I don't really eat whatever about my, about my body. So it then becomes a whole thing of like, she started to build resentment in me. Like, maybe I, was to, wow. maybe I was trying to like send her a message that she needs to work out. I'm like, no, I just love to work out with my partner. I love it to be something that we can build together. So we have yeah. both in this, in this arena. Wow. You know, deep, or, yeah, like for real. So like that, that whole ambition thing, I don't get it. And like niggas who, who feel sensitive because their girl is ambitious and makes more money than them, fuck them. So nobody like, is trying to have a housewife. Nobody wants a housewife. You can have it all. Okay. Because because typically we look at a lot of these athletes, you know, like LeBron James, his wife, we we wouldn't know if she had any ambitions because, you know, it's just like, but that doesn't we, mean we you, that that's, we love, we love you, but that doesn't mean that that's not the person for him, you know, so yeah. I just think but, but also... But that's what I'm saying. But that's so what I'm saying. saying. You're saying like we wouldn't want that situation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, my whole thing is it, it, it's just all about like be who you are from the jump. Like I, I I don't mind being with a woman that's not ambitious. That that's not ambitious. But the problem is inevitably it's going to breed resentment at some point. Because so I, I, you know, so if if that's how you are going to be, just be straight up in the beginning, but I just know no one's like that. Like, I don't- No one's it, like what? It will eventually come back. It will eventually come back to bite you in the butt. Like, oh, I agree. I think, I love this conversation. And, you know, I'm gonna maybe say y'all are the outliers, perhaps, you know, because I just don't believe that a lot of ambitious men appreciate that same level of ambition in their partners. I actually think it is far less I think most men say that they that they do, but then when it comes down to it and when you realize that that means that you may not get a home cooked meal at all this week because I am just as busy as you are, I you there, becomes, there becomes, it's not feasible. There becomes yeah. a problem. My, my, my homeboy, my homeboy is out there. I don't even want to drop his name, but he live in, I don't even say where he live at. Because people <laughs> put it out. But say like, something. But like his wife is a surgeon. His wife is a surgeon and he's like, every, I don't, he's like, and the thing is, he's not even pressed. Like, listen, if you, if you're a Lagos boy, like I am Lagos boys, we can, we can survive and thrive off of jollof alone. So like if my <laughs> wife take one big pot of jollof for the whole week, good. I'm good as fuck. Right, right, right. Make, you know what I mean? So he's the same way, but like his mother-in-law kept like raised his wife to believe like, no, you gotta have a fresh cooked field every day. Da, 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 da. So that's how she grew up. Mm -hmm. And she thought, and she feels like the day, she feels like, I don't want to, because he doesn't, he's not a, like food is not a big thing for him. She still feels like I'm going to still cover my bases. Like, I'm not going to yeah. on, on Under the event that one day he flips out. But like, she's a surgeon. Understand so that. Surgeries come back, and she cooks a fresh meal every night. But there's so not, not all women can do that though. I understand possibility. All I'm saying it's is that that may, that may not, be, <laughs> that may not be all women every week. And I think, I do believe whether you're a man or a woman, when you love somebody, you're gonna try and go out of your way regardless for that mm -hmm. person. But there may be times where it's just not possible. And I yeah. think that while it's all great to say that, yeah, we, we appreciate ambitious women, mm -hmm. I think more often than not, when those times come up, a man, he's gonna feel a way about I mean, I that. Think, 
I think because at the end you, of the day, she could have a surgery that lasts 12 hours and she don't get home till the and next that's okay. day. You don't, you don't and it's like that day. that that's night cool. he didn't he didn't get gel off that that's night. That's why I say if you're a nigga and your girl's a surgeon and one day she don't make you better and you you tight about it, fuck you, bro. Yeah, that's extreme. That's extreme. Like I think. It's all about balance. You know, I mean, obviously there's going to be seasons where she might be really busy or vice versa. You know, certain things that she might want to do, she can't do because she's busy. And as a man, you're supposed to understand that. It goes both ways. Just like as a man, it's times where we're super busy and a woman is like, hey, you're not spending enough time with me. You know what I mean? And he's like, yo, I got a lot, I got a lot of shit going on. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm an ambitious man, da, da, da. But that's not okay. As a man, you still got to be able to make time, you know, and take your wife out some of the nights and spend some time with her. So, you know, I think there's a balance there that both can be achieved. Right. And as far as me, like, like the ambition thing, it's not like to a certain extent, yeah. But there's a certain baseline that has to be reached, right? But mm. it's, it's it's not a necessity that she has to be super ambitious, um, you know, and, and all those type of things. But you know, just as far as I go, though, me personally, though, like, yeah, my girl is a doctor. She's African. She's a doctor, you know, and you know, sometimes look at the pride of your voice. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So so so. Those things that you're talking about, yeah, that's me, and I'm. I don't feel no type of way. I'm not, you know, completely confident in that. You know, sometimes I do get that big uh, gel off. You know what I mean? Cooked at home. You know what I mean? But other times I understand when it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I got my life too. I'm doing a lot of things. Sometimes I'm not. I'm not even around a lot of times. So, you know, it's all. It's all this. If there's a will, there's a way. You can make it work. And um, you know, that's. You know, that's just how it goes. You know what I mean? Mm. Niles, we didn't get to you. We didn't get to, um, to your type. For me, for me, I mean, just to cap off the ambition talk. Um, I admire, uh, what you find be- what do you find beautiful, bro? Don't, don't. Oh yeah, no, we gonna get there. But okay. I, I, I admire um, ambition, uh, ambitious women. Um, but for me, um, creativity, a, a woman that is creative, tickles my fancy a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, creativity is the highest form. Of intelligence so if you're able to create like create um, what though what do you mean it don't matter kind of like how talia and dooney created this podcast i find that interesting like i love it you know what i'm saying like it could be photography it could be um creating that's, that's out of ambition though yeah no no but uh, so they, they they work hand in hand right mm. um i don't consider ambition as being the highest form of intelligence but i do creativity Right. So, so not, and, and, so one, like, and, and one, one, uh, someone could be creative and not ambitious and lack so? ambition. We see well, that wait, all so, the time. So now it's like, for instance, like if somebody becomes a doctor, that's ambition, but that's not necessarily creative. Creative, exactly. Creative is like a mama in the crib, like your your, your kid breaks an arm and you fashion like a fucking noose, not a noose, a uh, 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 what you call it, a pattern, <laughs> shit that's laying around in the crib to fix it. Creative is like being an um, artist, right? Yeah, it's like it's like, out of, it's like out of the and, box. An artist, you know. So like, I consider myself a creative person. It's like you know, I'm an actress, I'm a model, I'm a writer, I produce. We have the podcast. It's like I'm a creative person. Um, a fact. You know, so something like that. And then you know, I mean, my 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 boy, it's it's a it's a dude, but like I like I appreciate his his creativity because. Yo, he was at my house last night. He did a rug. Like, he basically does custom rugs, right? So he did a PVO custom rug, beautiful, right? Oh. Um, he he did a rug. I want one. Yeah, I, I'm going to link you. But, like, he, my, one of my favorite movies of all time is Paid in Full. So Obviously. he did, like, a, a five-foot 
like a five, six foot paid in full rug, like just out of like thin air, like he created this rug. So like, you know what I'm saying? So stuff like that. And on top of that, when he first started doing it, he wasn't even doing it for money. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, but now he's getting a little bit more ambitious and, you know, he has some celebrity clients that, that are reaching out to him. But initially he just started just out of passion, you know, and, and that's the only reason why he does it. He's like, yo, I don't want to do things for money, but if what I'm doing makes me money, then so be it. Right. So I don't and then know. the kind that, of women you like that, that. That's the type of women I like, you know, Got in it. regards to that. Yeah. No matter what her face look like. No, nah, it don't matter. It don't matter. I mean, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, you got to prioritize, right? So creativity is real high up there on my list, you know, and then, and then looks, of course, I'm a visual creature. So looks are up there as well. But, you know, I, I mean, we spend a lot of time talking about ambition. So I figured like, let me, let me talk, let me talk about my shit. And my shit is creativity. I love that. Um, Dio, you said something interesting and I know we have to Wait, wrap Walu, up. Walu, we got to get to Walu, even because he's the last one. He told us about his girlfriend. Yeah, he did. He told us. Did he? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Walu, you want to say something else about your queen? He can't even hear us. Yeah, keep going. He looks gross. <laughs> um, Dio, you said something interesting though. You described um, women, some women as unconventionally beautiful yeah what is that because i do very much feel like so um perfect example um people have referred to me as universally beautiful like i can go okay, anywhere shit. and Are people think red? no 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 no. <laughs> no 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 like and when i hear that i'm like i don't think that's true i don't think i i don't think that everyone or people everywhere would think that i'm attractive like I don't think that that's a thing you know perfect example you and maybe you know plenty of men like you would like a thicker woman I'm skinny so in places where you dwell with men like you I wouldn't be considered necessarily the standard of beauty so when we think about what unconventionally beautiful is what how do you describe that how do I describe that first of all men are very um we make stop acceptable. talking about these men I I make exceptions all the time, but that's why, like you know, what I what I find attractive is, is a slippery slope. It's it, it's ever shifting. But to just conjure up an image in your head, you can conjure up an image, but then you run to a situation where you see somebody and you're like, I find this person extremely attractive, and I don't know I don't know why because they're not your. I guess I'll just have to pick somebody. Um. Fuck, which is tough because I can't even explain why I would find. I can't think right now, but yeah, there are definitely women that I would like. I'm like, yo, I find her extremely attractive, and she's not like exactly the thickest or the, you know, what I mean, whatever. But like, it is. It just is what it is. You know? That's how I felt about Keisha Cole growing up. Yeah. Like, I didn't <laughs> think she was the prettiest, but like her energy, that hood shit, I like that. <laughs> Yeah. But my fault, Dial. Go right ahead. Well, no, you, you touched on something. Like, there's some there's some hood chicks I be loving, man. I'm like, I don't know why. Man. <laughs> but I'll say this. Listen, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. But like, honestly, like, it's and I what I what I think that is is it is my innate desire seeping through in some form or fashion. It's it's the real me breaking through years of the media force feeding me what I'm supposed to think is mm. So maybe you know five days out of the week that's what I would find attractive. But every once in a while, 
you know, my innate sense of what is beautiful will creep out. And it's not exactly what, you know, um, society told me is, is, is beautiful or particularly, you know, whatever. That's the thing about attraction though, is that it can't really be explained, right? Like yeah. it's, and I think you all have kind of summed up what I was trying to say earlier when I was talking about beautiful men in that there's just something, and I can't really think of, let me just say Shamar Moore. He's a handsome, he's a beautiful man. I'm not attracted to him at all. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, to Leah, to go by your choice, she is a good looking man. I'm not attracted to she in the slightest bit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean he doesn't look good, but I'm not attracted to him. Right? Like, man, but there's, but there, well. but there, well, right. yeah, 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 true. But, but if somebody, right. But if somebody were to be like, oh, does she look good? Yeah, she look good. But like, yeah, not attracted. Right. Yeah. But also there are, there are men who I may not have, like, I might not consider them beautiful, but there's just something I can't explain as to why I'm attracted to that person or why I'm drawn to that person. They might not even check all of the boxes, but there's just something innately there that transcends the physical. Because I think, exactly. I think most people think attraction and we think about it in a physical sense, but no, you know, there's something there that that just transcends. I, mean, I, I think it's really interesting. You know, I think one thing we established that everybody pretty much has their own preferences. And, um, you know, in terms of personality, in terms of physical attraction, and it's one thing like attraction can't really be negated. We are pretty much attracted to what we are, despite of sometimes what we might think is, oh, this isn't right or that isn't right. Like, doing was like, oh, light-skinned man, he's beautiful, but I'm just not attracted, right? So, um, my thing not is, not all light skinned men. Uh, no, nah, nah, I'm just saying, for example, that's you know what I'm saying. It's all, it's so, all, Walu, relax. Nah, mm-hmm. okay, but I'm just saying, so in terms of like, let's say if, if men have a certain preference, right? Um, I feel like a lot of men or, or anybody's is kind of what if you're just attracted to a certain type of person? You can't, you can't negotiate attraction. Um, yeah. are you to be, you know, chastised or guilted because of it? I got a question. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nas, hold on a second. Walu, so that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. I think yes and no, because I think that a lot of the time it depends on what your preference is rooted in. There are, I think, a lot of people when, when you say, I'm attracted to a light-skinned woman, right? That's just my preference. Nine times out of 10, that preference lies in the fact that you feel like you might get more kudos because light-skinned women are more widely celebrated. And therefore, in order for you to be the man, you feel like this is the type of woman that you need to have on your arm because it allows you to reach a certain kind of status. So it depends on what that preference is rooted in. Yeah, but Dooney, you said attraction, earlier that attraction, you're- Attraction, you know what I mean? Uh, well, Dooney, you said earlier that you're attracted to dark-skinned chocolate men, right? And it's funny because- skin. And yeah. chocolate, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my fault. I, I, my fault. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm just saying. And then I think Talia says she's attracted to like tall, you know, thick men, right? And I didn't think nothing of it, but you know, when while Lou started talking about preference, you know, mm. a light bulb clicked. I'm like, yo, it's crazy because women are allowed to have preferences, and we don't even budge when they say their preferences. But when a man says it, mm. particularly a black man. When we say, you know, I prefer a, a light-skinned woman or I prefer a woman with a fat ass, like, it, yeah. I, I mean, not, not not necessarily that because I think Dio said it and Talia was like, Talia was super cool with it, right? But when it comes to colorism, let a black man fix his mouth and say, 
Oh, I prefer a light-skinned woman. My last part point is, but mm-hmm. and on, on top of that is like, let a well, let, let a, a black man say, oh, I prefer a dark-skinned woman. They, it's like, why? Why? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like why? Like, so you, you can't, it's like, it's like, Damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're right. So, you're right. You're absolutely you're absolutely right. But I would say that I think it's one of those accepted standards similar to if a woman has sex with too many men, she's a hoe. Period. No matter what society, no matter what time we are talking about, if a woman has slept with, you know, three men in a room, she's Not gonna be she's gonna be a whore. You know what Lord I mean? Lord but if a man but if a man, Lord but if a man, but it's accepted that if a man has slept with three women in a room, oh, that's just what it is. I think it's just one of those double standards. Like I, you're right. It's it's complete. You're completely right with what you said, but I think it's just a double standard. And also, lightness is closer to whiteness, and black women will always have an issue with black men dating outside of their race. Yeah, that will just always be a thing. There are there are too many. Me personally, no because I date outside of my race. I am not bound to the black man. I like mm. who I like when I like them. Nah, don't, um, don't bring no white man home. But I you. think I, <laughs> look, but I think that for me- you have a preference though. It became, there is no, there is no preference. My, my only real preference is weight. Like I like a and man- And personality. Well, physically, 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 right? Yeah, like I don't like no boring fine nigga. It, it doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. like, I do <laughs> want you like funny. You like a funny, ugly nigga though. <laughs> I've had those. I've had those. I lost my virginity to a funny, ugly nigga. So, funny, ugly niggas taking over for the 2009. Funny, ugly niggas gonna be listening to this like, "Yo, what's the IG? Be lit." But I think weight, weight wise, I think that just because I am a small, skinny woman, having a very skinny man just to me feels like having sex with another woman. And I don't particularly mm. have sex with another woman. I think, that, I think that's really interesting, especially right now, because if a man were to say, yo, I just don't like big women. It goes down to preference as well. But like going back to, to me, it's more interesting, like, who is the person that you are so attracted to or in any point in time in your life that was n- definitely not conventionally beautiful and you know it? For me, that's half the men I've dated. Yeah. Like most, right. most, 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 men, most, most men I've dated, no one else found them attractive. Right. But, but it's for like, you, the question would be like, what's the man that you dated that was extremely like conventionally beautiful? I mean, it'd be the opposite for you because that's the anomaly, right? And like, I could think at of what point at what one. point you do something that was uh, yo Talia gonna have all her ex niggas insecure right now. They'd be like, damn, we ugly? Like what's going on? They're, they're, they're not gonna know. They're not they, gonna know who though. But I but they I don't even be but ugly. I agree. They yeah, just I, don't be like I agree with, with Talia though, because my friends will say they've always said to me that like the men that I've dated. They're, they just range the spectrum. There's no, despite having a preference, like that preference doesn't stop me from, mm. has never stopped me from giving other men a chance ever. Yeah. So I've, so though my friends always say like all the guys that I've dated, there's like rarely something common among them. But Dooney, but Dooney, you, chances. you knew you wasn't going to bring the the, the the rainbow home though, right? You, no, that's you, not true. Like, that's oh, not word. true. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, that's okay. not true. No, my parents okay. actually, my parents have never. Once no, I actually started, you. 
Uh, not your parents. Oh, so me. Uh, like, would you date a white man and be like, you know what? I'm going to give him a two month expiration. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just having fun, you know, because he's not my preference. Or, more than likely. More yeah, than likely. I mean. More yeah. than likely. Yeah. yeah. More than likely. But I think yeah. that the conversation about why we feel the way we feel as men and women, it's because whatever the the least likely to be considered is, that is what we find offensive. So it's you saying like, oh, I don't date dark skinned women or I don't date, you know, uh, you know, chubby women, like whatever the kind of oppressed exactly um, is, like that is the thing. Yeah, you know? cause I've never heard men be chastised for saying that they like dark skinned women or prefer dark skinned women. I've actually yeah. like never heard of a man being But it's like, I know black men who was like, oh, I don't like women who don't only wear their natural hair. So this means box braids, this means wigs, whatever. So basically you saying I don't date black women because I, it is the most ridiculous thing of, that I've ever heard to have a man like try to dictate a women's hairstyle and have That's that crazy. be the reason that you don't date her. And one of those men is, is currently in a relationship with a white woman. The other is dating a white Dominican. So it's like, Men will find all they, black they men will find all different kind of ways to not have to date a black woman. But you know what? So as we're having a go ahead, Wale. I was gonna say to say that a man is dictating that, I don't think that's really fair to say because like like you said, a man has his preferences. A man has preferences, you know what I'm saying? It's like you wouldn't date a skinny dude, like you like dudes with body mass, you're dictating the same way that a man has preferences too. He could go to the gym, he could get big, whatever, but same way you're dictating something to somebody else that they not, that they physically aren't off. You know, and I think you no know, hairstyle is, is way easier to change than your body has. But um, a hairstyle is a cultural thing. You saying uh, you want a woman. Attraction is attraction. attraction is not. Really that, you're attracted to who you're attracted to. You know what I'm saying? But so, you so, wouldn't know if the woman had on a wig or not. So so you like her with her wig on, that's and then I, you find I, I, out. I, I, I know, and I trust you. We know, when it comes so, down to it, you know. That's so there's, there's a book I'm reading called The Psychology of Money. It's a phenomenal book. And there's, a, there's like a, a page in the book that basically talks about how you should be able to understand why people view money differently because you're talking about people who, if you take two people who grew up in different homes, maybe grew up in different times, their experiences around money are going to be very different. And your experience with something is more impactful than what you're taught and what you've seen because you've actually gone through it. So when you look at it through that lens, whether it's money or whether it's anything, it now becomes easier to see how there can be these wildly different preferences because she may prefer what he prefers. None of us will ever know all of the little things that have occurred in Chi's life that had led him to believe or arrive at his preference. Nobody's ever gonna know, Talia, maybe all of your traumas, all of the things that you've seen, maybe not even traumas, but whatever it is that you've actually experienced that has allowed you to arrive to what your preference is. So like when, while Lou's saying that, it just clicked that you're right. People have their preferences and those preferences are so deeply rooted. <clears throat> Sometimes we just tend to be like, oh, if it's complexion, it's because, you know, you want somebody who's closer to white or you want this or you want that. But you're never really gonna It'll know have nothing to do with that. that. Exactly. Yeah. It may have nothing to do with that whatsoever. There are women who prefer certain men simply because they want to be protected. 
and they may not come out and say that they may not even understand that that's where the genesis of, of that preference comes from yeah. right so yeah. so it's like you're right we can't necessarily judge people because what you find to lead a comfort in may be different than what i find comfort in but i should be allowed to go find my comfort wherever the hell i, I want yep absolutely Hey, Beauty Needs Me fam, Talia here. I'm just popping in to let you know that our conversation with PVO was broken up into two parts. We hope you enjoyed part one and we'll catch you next week for part two.